You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Another edition of the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast. I'm Bill Duran alongside the one and only Ricky Romero and Josh Tolley. We haven't been here for a couple weeks. United, it's All-Star Game Day. Um, I am an All-Star in my own head. Uh, Josh Tolley is a legend. Ricky Romero is the only one in the group who actually has been to an All-Star Game in Arizona a few years ago. So, um, as I'm connecting my microphone right now. What's up, guys? How are you doing? Um, uh, Ricky, before we get to you, I don't know why you're in game uniform, but Tolley, where you been? I don't know, staring at Ricky's game uniform jersey. That's where I've been. <laughs> uh, look at that. Haven't worn it since since uh, since that day. Yeah, that day. yeah. I figured I. See, totally. um, that's you see the, the the BP one sits behind me. Um, but yeah, this was actually the game worn one. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I feel like nowadays they get so much gear. There we just got like our shorts, and uh, I'm even I'm even wearing the dry fit. I still, <laughs> wow, yeah, right, boom, and uh, yeah. I, I mean, you didn't get very much, and I had my cleats from that day. That literally, when I put them on, they they only lasted to the national anthem because it they hurt my feet so bad. Um, usually, as you know, Josh, cleats need to be broken in a few times. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to wear these. And there were, like, the Nike shocks at the time that everyone was wearing. Dude, I, I like, they hurt my feet just running from, uh, to, to line up for the, for the, when, when they call your name and stuff. I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. So I went back to my, to my gamers uh, in between the games. So, yeah. But I, I'm looking forward to this podcast. I obviously want to dig into a little bit of what goes on and, and stuff like that in, in the All-Star game. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, Tolly, that's what you call in the business of burying the lead. Uh, where I'm like, oh, let's talk about Ricky later. Let's ask about Tolly. And then, no, 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 no. You always got to go with the hits. You always got to go with what's relevant. And right there, it's All-Star game. We got to get the guy wearing his All-Star jersey. Yeah, that's uh, so long. Nobody cares that I've been landscaping and <laughs> not put any roots on. But like, oh, hold on. Fixing a tractor. Oh, I, I'm, not, I, I'm done. No, yeah, no. my life is not exciting. I tell, I keep trying to tell people, all these people. Love people love it. People no. love it, man. People they love always it. Ask <laughs> they always ask. My golf game's getting tightened up, though. I'll tell you that much. Oh uh, yeah, let, let me tell you. So on the Let's Go Ricky Roll Instagram that I run, uh, there's a couple things out there. Uh, Chava Silva's watches run at regular time. I got one. Oh, I forgot. I didn't save it. Where'd it go? Um, somebody wrote. My, uh, I gotta find it, but whoever sent it to me, I appreciate it. They sent me details on how to mulch, and they gave me a breakdown of what mulching is. They're like, get this to Tolly about this, this, and that. So people love the Tolly farming experiences, all, right. all that other good stuff. So, well, I'm doing landscaping now, and that is not fun. That is moving boulders and <laughs> shoveling. That's terrible. My hands are killing me right now. As long as it doesn't ruin my golf game, I'll keep doing it. Yeah, it is. Uh, also, our intern, uh, Graham Metzger, is 
here right now. Uh, yeah, where is he? I was just about to ask. Where's my guy? There he is. Graham, what's, what's going up, on, buddy? guys? How we doing? Oh, great. How are you doing? Is the bigger question. Oh, man. I'm doing great. I'm I'm very intrigued right now to hear about this landscaping more, but <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll get into it. Why don't you come out here and work, Graham? We pay about eight dollars an hour. We can uh, <laughs> we can get you we can get you tightened up on the farm. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> you last about three days. So, Graham, in 2013, what grade were you in? Wow, 2013. I was I was 12 years old, so <laughs> like like sixth grade, seventh grade, something like okay. that. Okay. So what we need you to do today, Graham, on the podcast. And by the way, this is our intern, Graham Mesker, a uh, sophomore at the University of Oregon, uh, Long Beach Poly uh, alum, and Graham's gonna be helping us out. Are you wait? Are you at your dad's school right now? Nah, nah. Why do you have newspapers behind you? I'm just in his office. I got the upgrade today. <laughs> so Graham's father used to be a, a editor at the LA Times. Now he's a professor at Long Beach State. Uh, Gary Mesker, awesome guy. So I'm wondering why you have newspapers. So anyways, Graham, today when we start talking about the All-Star Game in 2013, we need you to do your research on it. And so have it all pulled 11. up on Baseball Reference. 11. Oh, 2011. God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no, he was like eight. Yeah, he was in diapers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Graham. Yeah. So 2011 uh, baseball game, uh, baseball reference, have that pulled up, and we'll be calling on Graham every now and then. All right, let's go back here to you guys. So Graham, stay quiet. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I love that kid. He, he texted me this morning. He's like, do you guys need me? I'm like, hell yeah, we need you, Graham, bro. Don't yeah, worry about it. Every, anytime you want to come on, Graham, you're more than welcome. No, 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 totally don't say that because then you create monsters. No. All for the people. It's they, all about the people. Totally. You give a kid a chance like that, next thing you know, he's hosting and I'm out, all right? So, oh, <laughs> you're a little nervous, are you there, Beto? Do you hear that voice? Hey, how you doing? It comes in here all strong. <laughs> <laughs> he's got newspaper clippings behind him, like he's been studying all day. He has, you know, he has. Uh, so, before we get into all that, we appreciate everybody. Last week, I was uh, unavailable, I had to work. So that's why we had no show last week. The week before, Tolly was at his own baseball camp. So we had Alex Sanabia sit in. Uh, Sanabia is actually playing for the Mets team in Syracuse. So he sat in. And Sanabia, because of the, the podcast, Juju, uh, the good vibes, he actually went through seven innings the other day. So he's doing really well in AAA Syracuse with the Mets. And then last night, home run derby. Uh, Ricky, what happened in the home run derby? Who won? Um, Ricky, who won last fight? The home run derby. You did. Oh, I did. How? Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Because you had Pete Alonso. Yeah. No, the short answer. Yeah, the short answer is Pete Alonso. Period. Nobody else won. Yeah. So uh, while we're golfing yesterday afternoon. In our group chat, that I wish Tolly could get in, but you know he doesn't respond. Um, yeah. These guys were said, "Hey, let's do. Uh, there's eight guys. Let's do a pool, and we'll randomly select a guy." And I'm not paying attention because my golf game is so good now that I'm not even on my phone. Yeah, right. And uh, Ricky's like, "You want in?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. Give me a guy. It don't matter. It don't matter." And then I played yesterday afternoon, and then my kids' schedule cleared up with I didn't have to do anything with them sports wise, so I went and played another nine hole in the evening. And then I didn't know that I had Pete Alonso, and these guys are telling me that he's doing well. And I finally look at my group chat. I'm like, oh, wait, I won. So I won. Because of me, Pete Alonso won. I was behind him, backing him. So that's what happened there, totally. I was able 
to say, yes, I will support the New York Mets. And I won. So all these guys are mad because I, I did not watch the Home Run Derby. And I still won the pool that we made. That's how it goes. There it is. The only way to do it. And you have young kids, Tolly. Did you watch it? I did. I watched some of it. Um, they did not. I was doing some work last night. And when I when I get zoned, when I get locked in on doing work, what I'm trying to get done, uh, I shoot them upstairs. But oh, you shoot it was them. bedtime. It, it started late. So it was. Um, it started at 5 o'clock. Yeah, 5 o'clock for you, 8 o'clock for me, right? Okay. Whatever, so, but then my, we had a little league game last night, and then we got home, and then we get the kids dinner, and then nine o'clock. I said I just started watching it until nine. I watched. You know what? I turned it almost. Pete Alonso was in the midst of hitting thirty-five homers in round one. Yeah, that's my guy, Pete yeah, Alonso. You know, I went. I had uh, Salvador Perez, and he got over. He had twenty-eight home runs, and he got overshadowed by, by, uh, by the thirty-five. And if he was uh, against anybody else, he would have gone to the second round. So, yeah. Now, Ricky was telling the story. Rick, like, when you went to the All-Star game, did you watch the Home Run Derby? Hell yeah, I did. Hell yeah. What, what, what were you doing? Here, is my internet, is it acting up again? Yeah, your voice is good, but your face is like whatever. But the voice is good. Well, no, yeah. Before, it was the old format. That was the last year of the old format when I went in 2011. And that was that where you have to wait for 10 outs. So it oh. took a little longer. It took a little longer, and it was just – it took forever. I think I like this new format more than, than the than the, um, than the old one because it's just – I remember sitting there, and next thing you know, I look back, and no, nobody was there. Like, I was one of the few <laughs> ones that was – I think because, you know, a lot of the guys were veteran guys, and, and they kind of were like, you know what, I'm, I, I'm not sitting through all this. Robinson Cano won it that year, um, but it was uh, – for me, it was a cool experience. I got to bring like my family down, and we all watched down from down under. But like the beginning part of it, we had Jose Bautista, who was a leading vote getter that time, that year for for the Toronto Blue Jays and for all of baseball. And he was in it. He was supposed to win it. He he didn't end up uh, winning it. And we uh, drop told the story Roberto on the, oh, yeah. on the podcast. About he was nervous as shit. Totally nervous as shit. He said he he didn't realize. How nervous he was gonna be till he walked out there and everyone was looking at him. And everyone, I mean, a lot of it. Sixty thousand people, no turtle. You're throwing to a catcher. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he said he, when he went out there, he was just like, whoa. And I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he was just, yeah. I think he it just got to him, and I don't think he could get in the zone. And we all know drop control, hell of a BP, but he just couldn't get in the zone. Hell yeah. Yeah. I could imagine it's hard. And I throw, I throw perfect, I throw perfect BP, and I'm not sure I could do that. Wait, what and the- as 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 we like a lot of people say, like, oh, the hitter stunk, but like with Joey Gallo, if you watched him, his his BP pitcher cut him up last night. He was like kept <laughs> yeah. throwing those late cutters, those late cutters, 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 and you can tell he's telling him like up out over, up out over. <laughs> it just he kept jamming him. Well, that's like Otani was the same way. Early in his round, he kept he was crowding him, and then he he knew he didn't want to crowd him, so he'd go down and away. And he was so pull happy, he was just hooking balls, hooking balls. Where yeah. Dave Jow, Dave Jouse, who is, I must tell everybody, the nicest guy, the most unbelievable of human beings. So to watch him out there and just putting balls, it was like throwing him on a tee, and he just dude, I just, I just. Thought- they had his like 
they had a little square of where he was at the whole night. He did not miss to either corner. He was like right no. down the middle. It, you could just tell yeah. Pete Alonso was just putting the bat. I mean, Pete Alonso had a, has a nice home run swing too. Like he was barely swinging. It looked like like zero wasted. Yeah. I, I saw the same thing. He was not tired. He uh, the interview they did uh, that he did with uh, ESPN afterwards after he hit the thirty five. They're like, are you tired? He's like, no, no. Like he wasn't breathing heavy. Salvi was about to fall over. He was so dead. <laughs> Otani, Otani was like, oh, I'm done doing this. He'll never do that again. Yeah. Like it, you're yeah. right. I mean, Jousty was just heaving him in there. That was. I saw the same graph you saw, Ricky. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, when 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 Robinson Cano won it in '11, um, his dad was throwing to him. And I think that was a pretty cool moment after when they won and like he like ran to him and like they hugged and embraced. Really, really cool moment. Um but yeah, I mean what what format do you guys like better? The old one or this one? I like the time. Like get in there because you it, it moves along faster. Even though I didn't watch, but I you know I know what's going on. Move along faster. I, I mean, could you imagine hey, honestly, could you imagine ten outs at Coors Field? No. I mean for, we could be there all day long and the, the you know hundred percent they juice the balls. The balls, those little hey, when they got the bonus time and they were throwing those like funky looking balls in there, I mean, it was like a freaking shotgun. <laughs> you could hear it through the TV. I mean Yeah, I'm sure it throws the hitters off too. Dude, but the balls were hitting the bat and all of a sudden they're landing in the out like five hundred feet over the fence. And it's like I hate I, I hated the camera angle. I hate it. Like you, I just didn't know what to what, like. I wanted to see how far they were going, and, and with, yeah. with that split camera angle, you couldn't really. Yeah. Tell. I agree with you. But that's because of the time they got to do that. So there it is. Uh, also, this one, Peter Alonso's earned oh, a little bit more than two million dollars in two and a half seasons with the Mets. He's won two million dollars in home run derbies. Like, like, like guys you know, underpaid. That, yeah, he's crazy. That's cool. That's and, and he, I guarantee you, he's probably going to come back and do it next year again. You got Dodger to. Stadium. You have to. Def- you have to defend your title, Dodger. no matter what. Stadium, the crowd's going to be going crazy. Yeah, and the I'm, ball flies I mean, at five o'clock at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. It yeah. goes. They better start that baby at yeah about three thirty. Yeah, because you start getting into the twilight there. Oh, that's right. That's right. Hit, hitting in a graveyard. Exactly. Uh, that's that was pretty cool. It was just cool to watch that. Let me, now let's bring in uh, our our young kid, Grant Metzger. Grant, uh, do people your age care about the home run derby? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I mean, especially this year, I felt like it was a stacked lineup. So yeah, definitely uh, still caring about the home run derby. All right, all right. Now, Grant, uh, when the guys are sitting there on the side, what do you, when you're watching this, do you think like, man, I, I could do that. I could be out there in the outfield shagging. Like those little kids are running around grabbing think, the ball. I think I could be that guy. I don't know if you saw that guy that leaned over and like fell into the stairs trying to catch a ball at the home run derby. <laughs> I could be that guy. <laughs> I always say, man, like they have a lot of little kids, and we saw one get hurt. Yeah. But like, I always say, like, it's crazy that they let them go yeah. out there because these guys are hitting absolute Bomb. lasers when are not going out like the, the blazers that that otani was hitting if you try to get in front of one of those and you no. don't know what you're doing no. man yeah <laughs> no no and no. it's always the kids that they let go out there no yeah. uh now when you look at what's going on with that now obviously this is a different kind of a podcast normally we, we tell stories we have a guest and everything else but with the all-star break 
give you guys a break. There's no need to do interviews or anything like that. So I wanted to kind of get back to it and get um, the idea of what we were talking about in our group chat, Rick, about the experiences there. And it's, you know, people say, oh, he should have been all-star, he should have been whatever. At the end of the day, you said it before the podcast started. They can never take that away. You will forever be introduced as 2011 all-star Ricky Romero. Okay, the jersey, You is this the first time you've seen it since then? Yeah, dude, I literally went into my closet. I, I Like 10 minutes before the podcast, I was like, told Carl, my wife, I was like, hey, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to put on my jersey today uh, to to uh in memory of the of the 2011 all-star game like like, like josh said before on off air it's something that nobody's going to be able to take care of uh, uh or take away from me um it's just the way it happened it was it was really cool obviously i wasn't uh if you ask me i should have been uh you know one of the first tier guys but i think uh john lester wasn't pitching in it so then i was i was his replacement or felix hernandez i don't remember who one of those two and I, we were in Cleveland, and I remember getting the call during the game. They called me into the office really quick, and they're like, "Hey, just so you know, you're going to Arizona. You just made the All Star game." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, this is dope." And uh, I was already a little bit down because I hadn't gotten chosen. Like I thought I deserved it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and so yeah, so then I called my parents right away to, to make res- the, the good thing is for them it was like a quick drive from LA to Arizona, so nobody had to get on a plane. Uh, the other the, the the best thing is that when you get there, obviously they they're like, hey, how many hotel rooms do you need? Yada yada yada. So my parents had like we were staying in this sick ass resort, and and my parents were in awe, man. I mean, when you when you have a David Ortiz walking around, Miguel Cabrera, Matt Camp, Andre Ethier, and all those people walking around the hotel like like it's nothing. Uh, my mom was just like in awe of all of it, and uh, and it was definitely like I said, it was a cool cool memory. And and obviously the the when when you land, I remember uh, when we were taking off from from Cleveland, uh, they gave me a, a normal uh, plane ticket, a commercial flight to get on the flight to get come to Cleveland or from Cleveland to uh, to Arizona and. Bautista was like, "Hey man, don't don't do that. Uh, just hop on the on the jet with me and and let's go." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "All right, let's go." So they canceled the ticket right away. Jumped on his flight. Next thing you know, we land in Arizona, and it's just like the red carpet's laid out for you. You uh, you get there, trucks picking you up, a, S, a nice little SUV takes you to the hotel. You get in there, and then you like uh, that you do the like the the ring size because I should have worn the ring. Uh, they give you a ring for for, uh, for for making the All Star game. Um, you get your ring size, and then they give it to you like they they make them right away. And then they give you this little cool thing that we got, and everyone signs like a piece of paper when you get there, and it's everyone's signature that was in the All Star game. Oh wow, that's sick. So that thing got in like I didn't even know what they were. We just signed like this blank white paper, and then next thing you know, this showed up in the mail uh, a few weeks later. But then you get there, and yeah, you you kind. Of, you're, I was like, like I said, in awe of everything. So you don't even know what to do. I didn't know what to expect. I had zero direction because I just it's my first time there. And then the next day, you wake up early, and it's and it's media day, and that's crazy, man. Yeah. No, no media really following me other than the Toronto media, but like to see like the big poppies, uh, the Adrian Beltres, the Josh Hamiltons at the time, uh, Jared Weaver, who was a starting pitcher. 
all that stuff you just start seeing like everyone's forming in but like the cool thing like i said it, i was able to bring my parents in and they were able to see all of it and experience all of it with me um that was cool and then uh, i remember that you have the parade the next day the day of the game mm-hmm. and uh that was cool because big Poppy was in his family were in front of us and he like made sure he was, he was guiding me through it all He's like, hey, don't they, they only say four people, but hell no, you bring as many people as you want. It's your day. And nobody's gonna see what to do. I was like, all right, cool, man. And again, and my first year uh there, they he treated me like, you know, like like he was like my dad for that day, you know, like he was just guiding me and you know, obviously it tells it tells you who Big Poppy is, you know, and um, uh so yeah, so then you walk into that clubhouse or the day of the home run derby, actually, I'm backtrack because I'm just kind of remembering everything now. But you backtrack the day of the home run derby, uh, and the first workout when you walk in there, dude. I I did not know what to do, where to go. Like you felt like a rookie, and you know you got Paul Knurkel, uh with the big locker. Totally, you've been to Houston, and you know how the the, the veterans always get the biggest locker. Um, yeah. And it was like Adrian Beltre, Big Poppy, and Paul Knurkel had the biggest lockers. And I remember mine was like on a corner next to Gio Gonzalez and uh, and Matt Peters. And uh, I remember Gio's, it was Gio's first time, and we were looking at each other like, uh, what do we do? We got dressed, and you're excited. You're, you're ordering all the jerseys for your family. You're talking to clubbies. There's about a million clubbies in there, it's, it felt like. Like, there's just so much help. Everything's catered to you. You walk into the kitchen. There's this guy making sushi. There's whatever food you want and you walk in there and these guys are just like having the time of their life and i'm kind of quiet just looking around like all right what what do i do what like but there's really no rules you know it's just supposed to be super chill and i remember um you know when you uh when ron washington walked in he does a speech about what he expects and just to kind of have fun and go out there and when you walk on that field and you take bp they're taking bp i wanted to shag every ball man i wanted i was a little kid i was a little kid uh Standing next to Josh Hamilton, I mean, he was uh, big time at the time. Uh, uh, he was shanging left field and just, you know, getting to talk to him, getting to talk to everyone pretty much. And when you watch him hit BP, he's hitting him into the screen in dead center at Ari- in Arizona. And I think he was mad because he didn't get picked uh, to be a participant in the home run derby. I remember him mentioning something to me. He's like, "Yeah, man, I didn't get I didn't get asked." And that year it was like Big Poppy, Cano, Bautista, and Adrian Gonzalez. So, uh, um, but yeah, those are a little bit of the memories that I remember. A little bit, man. That's awesome right there. We haven't even gotten to the game part yet. They're totally like, you know what the crazy part is when, uh, they make you, they have this autograph room where they have all the memorabilia, everything you, I didn't even know, or else I would have done it, but you could have asked for another Jersey and you put it out there and every guy signs it. Um, so a lot of guys had like Felix has it, had his, uh, you know, if whoever, whoever wanted their jersey out there and and dude, there's about a million pieces. And, and I'm like, I don't even know how you get through it. I mean, I did as many as I could. Uh, but like I the, the, the all star game ball that's signed by a few people. I don't even know. I don't think it's everyone. I don't think Big Poppy's going in there and saying everyone <laughs> shit. Um, but that was like the craziest part, like seeing that shit. I was like, man, this is this 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 autograph room is crazy like there's so much memorabilia that they want you to sign i think they they, they give you like the here the, we want you to get these for sure Th- these if you can get to it because if, if you get through all of them you're probably there for like no nah, they ain't signing everything They're, yeah it, it's uh one of those i did the 2010 one in anaheim 
And I remember the media day was at the convention center across by, by kind of by Disneyland. You go there in the morning, and that's where they do the media session. It's kind of like the Super Bowl, totally, where every player gets his own podium. And, you know, obviously, if you're the bigger market, you have guys here. Oakland has whoever their rep is just sitting by himself. The Colorado guy's sitting by himself, you know, and, and just nobody's really paying attention. And I would always just go work to the Spanish-speaking guys and be like, hey, what, what's up? How you doing? Not interview them, just have a conversation because I knew that a guy like Poppy would have walked by one of the Dominicans or one of the Puerto Rican and just start chopping it up with them. And then all of a sudden, that's where he stops. And then that's where you hang out. And you start hearing little stories. And like the media day is just a waste of time. It's just a way for the media guys to put their microphones in front of somebody's guy and just get like a 10 second sound bite. Nothing is being said. It's like, oh, how does this feel? How does it great? So I'm just more like, let me show up and get my ESPN microphone on like the regular news. And that's what I was doing. I'm just hanging out. I'm like being a fan about this. Like inside of me, I'm like, these are like the best freaking players of 2010 right here, right now. And it was just awesome. And I remember uh, being at the Home Run Derby in 2010. And, but like I texted the group chat last night. On the Monday before the All-Star game is always the ESPYs parties because the ESPYs are on Wednesday. So yeah. that Monday night is the party at the Playboy Mansion. Now, it, you have to be there at the Playboy Mansion to get there. You have to park at, by UCLA and then they shuttle you up there. So let me think about this. Am I going to stay and watch the second, third round of the All-Star uh, Home Run Derby? Or am I going to get to the Playboy Mansion? So I don't even know what happened in 2010. I ran to the Playboy Mansion as soon as I could. I got there. And uh, it, I'm like, I'm rather hang out with Snoop and all the celebrities and then just kind of tag along. So people are like, oh, you were at the Home Run Derby? Sure, yeah, yeah. I, I, great time, great time. I had no clue about that. I'm using my cloud at the time to get in there, baby. That's the other part, the other part that's cool. In Arizona, obviously, they have all these parties. Marucci had their party at the W Hotel in Scottsdale. I'm sure you know about that. So uh, um, you guys have been there for either a restaurant or whatever. Um, but that was that was dope, man. I mean, you see everyone there. Everyone's there having a great time. Again, it's, it's, it's so cool because it's like you see all these guys, you know, out on the field, and then you see them off and you get to mingle with them, talk to them, and, and have a great time. This I have this picture though. Look, this is my pops doing. He was doing interviews. That yeah, freaking awesome. Get him in front of the camera. Wait a minute. I think I know that reporter. That's Barry Davis. It is right. It's your guy from uh, Sportsnet. Yeah, he he used to be at Sportsnet. He's not there anymore. But like like yeah. all that stuff, like um, you know, that's us after media day there. Oh, um, that's cool. So I have a bunch of pictures. Uh, but yeah, I mean, um, it it was it was cool, man. It was it was like I said, it's it's cool when when more than anything, seeing my dad's face, but like you know, he was so proud and and uh, in awe of everything. So that was that was that was the coolest part for me. And obviously, um, um, just being there, it was it was cool. Just because you never know when it's gonna, it's ever gonna happen again, and it never did for me. So obviously, yeah. I'm gonna do it forever. <laughs> Now, <clears throat> totally, I'm asking you on the flip side. When yeah. you're a player and you're a, a catcher and you know that your pitcher makes it, does it make you feel like almost like, hey, I helped him get there too? Not not ownership, but like a pride of like – because you pitchers yeah. and catchers have that unity, right? I mean, you don't feel like you've done anything. I, I will say this about R.A., though. The year he went to the All-Star game, I felt like I had a little something to do with it. Um, I was actually uh, – I was trying to lobby. I was trying to lobby just to go catch his one inning and then be able to leave just to go get the experience that Ricky got. And said, nah, that look like that. Yeah, I was just saying, how caught him? Who caught him? Chooch caught him. 
Uh, and then we were we were in Philadelphia before that, and Chooch was like, "Hey, you know, give me like just a couple pointers, and if you could, please send the big glove." And I didn't. I actually don't even think I watched it, but he ended up catching him. I know that for sure. Damn, that, that's, yeah. that's cool. the all star yeah. memories. Hey, so wait, what, one quick story about Bautista's jet. And next time you speak with him, Ricky. Um, I don't remember what year it was, but Barry was um, the sideline reporter for us. We were approaching the All-Star break. Barry was complaining about his travel for the All-Star game. And we had a night. I I don't know the whole story, but Barry's like, yeah, effectively, I'm going to be landing and getting right to media day or something like that. So I made a joke. Not a joke, but I kind of was like, I told Bautista, he says, hey, I said, you're chartering a plane. I was like, let Barry just get on the plane with you. And he's like, yeah, I'm fine with it. Just tell him to talk to me. So I told Barry, I was like, go ask Bautista to get on his jet. And he thought he was, I was messing with him. So finally drummed up enough courage. And uh, Barry says, hey, uh, so he said something about me flying on the jet to the all-star game. He said, yeah, come on. I got plenty of seats. It's just me and my family. Yeah. Next time you talk to either Barry or Bautista, ask about the story. That's cool, man. That's cool because remember yeah, the media, you're not supposed to do that. He, 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 yeah. he was, I mean, not that Bautista had to do it because I had a flight I was going to get there, but he's like, no, nah, man. He's like, I'll take care of you. Yeah. You know, like, don't worry about it. Like, just pop on with us and let's go. And it was just, dude, you're, yeah, you're, you're sitting there. And you, I was like, kind of just sitting back. I sat for a while and I was just like looking around. I didn't really know a lot of people that were in that flight other than Bautista and his uh, wife. And um, and I was like, man, what what is going on? And where am I going? Like, this is crazy. You know, this is crazy because we were on the road again. I packed, you know, road uh, stuff. So I didn't really have like clothes to like that. I was going to go to the all star game or anything like that. So um, not that you need a bunch of clothes, but it was just it felt uh, it felt a little different. And and. Again, when you land and it's like the red carpet and cars are waiting for you, hop on and um, yeah, all that all that stuff was like really really cool, man. It's it's a, it's a blur. It's a blur. It, it happens. It really is, man. Like I like right now that we're talking about it, it like little stuff just comes back, you know. Um, um, I remember it, it, like, it, and this is more on like on the sadder side. I remember Josh Hamilton staggering next to him, and he would and. He was about to throw a ball in the stands, and then I don't know if he had like a little bit of a flashback, but he like looked at me and he's like, "Here, man, you throw it." And I was like, "Oh, that that accident had just happened where he threw a ball in the stands and the guy yeah. fell and and died." And and I remember I was like, "Whoa!" Like at first I was like a little bit like, "What is he talking?" And then I was like, "Oh shoot!" And he's like, "And wow. I think he's like." He's like, yeah, man, like that, that kind of has me messed up a little bit right now. I was like, whoa. Uh, it's just, <clears throat> all right, let's bring in uh, intern Grant here. Grant, Grant Mesker. All right, do you have the uh, AL roster for the 2011 All-Star game that Ricky was a member of? All I right. got it right here. Name the pitchers that were on that roster. All of them? No, just half of them. Yeah, just the Mexican, just the right. just the Mexicans, Greg. Yeah, Jesus, let's go. <laughs> Come on, man. Of course, we want to hear them all. All right, all how right. Many, here we go. How many, how many is there, Graham? Um, I let's see. I don't have a number. I just see a whole list of the pitchers. All right, all right. Okay. just go with it. Go with it. Got it. 
All right, for the AL, Josh Beckett, Aaron Crow, Gio Gonzalez, Felix Hernandez, Brandon League, John Lester, Alexi Ogondo, Chris Perez, Michael Pineda, David Price, Mariano Rivera, David Robertson, Ricky Romero, CC Sabathia, James Shields, Jose Valverde, Justin Verlander, Jordan Walden, and CJ Wilson. Jordan Walden, the angel rookie. That's right. He was added at the end. Dude. Yeah. CC, that was a one year CC and Mario decided not to go, too, man. I was yeah. looking forward. To I was looking forward to that. <coughs> but, uh, yeah, that's quite the list, right? I mean, all right. All right. Now, uh, um, now we're going to get serious about this. Grand Mesker, who's the one pitcher that did not participate in the All Star game? Well, there was three of us. Oh, there was three? Yeah. Valverde Who'd... was a closer, so he, w- he didn't throw. Okay, Valverde did it. Who else? And Aaron Crow. Aaron Crow. And, and who else, Graham? Our very own. Bro. Don't even get me started. Uh, uh, just keep punching. Yeah, I got you know what you know why? You know why? You know why it bothered me? Because um because Brandon Lee, Pineda, Gio, Jordan Walden, Chris Perez, it was all their first all star too. And and they all got to throw an inning, a hitter, whatever it was. And I know, and this was a deal. This was a deal. When I when I remember, uh, they told me they're like, yeah, you're gonna come in if the if the game is tied late in the in the in the in the, in the game. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right. I mean, it happened once where there was a little bit of controversy in Oscar game where it ended in a tie. But come on, like at that point, late in the game, we were down. Um, and I remember. We there was a little there was a little bit the uh, National League got into a little bit of trouble and I started warming up and you know the adrenaline's going and then uh, you're still hoping that you get that one hitter and I don't know who obviously Ron Washington was the manager so he he made that call but obviously I was you know we had John Farrell there at the time who was our manager and I mean I wish I wish it was uh, I wish they would have given me a hitter you know a hitter and and just. To, I mean, obviously, nobody's going to be able to take this away from me, but I would have, I would have loved to gone gone out there and and, and thrown to a hitter. Totally, come yeah. on, man. You got to stick up yeah, for your guy right there. That's brutal, John Farrell. <laughs> he wasn't doing it. No shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, doing it. yeah. And so but for I the. Mean, for those of you guys who are thinking like, oh come on, Betha, why are you picking on Ricky? Why are you getting after him? It's more of to give you guys behind the scenes of what happens. It's like, this is, st- even though it's a game that doesn't matter, it's still the competitive juices of like, I want to go up there and face the best right there. Right, Rick? That's what you want to do. You want to show your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want, you want to be out there. You want to, you want to experience it. You want to know what it's like. Again, you don't know if that's going to be your last one, which it was for me. And um, I just remember like, obviously out of those three, Crow and Valverde were relievers. So there was no way that they could go more than an inning if they needed to. So they saved me, me being the starter. They're like, yeah, if we need, you know, three, four innings out of you, we can get them out of you. And I was like, okay, for an all-star game. Yeah, okay. And so then, I, you know, I, I just felt like at that point it was like four or five, one. So it really, like, we were, we, we, hey, dude. Hey, man, we what's we, going on? We, were, we weren't threatening or anything like that. You can't, You get a feel, right, Josh? As a manager, you're like, okay, it doesn't yeah. look like we're going to come back. Like, let's just, you know, we're the all-star game. Like, nobody's going to. 
let's end the game in a tie if push comes to shove. What the stinks a big deal about it? Like, let get, let's let everybody have a hitter. That's all you ask. You're not asking for freaking three innings. You're asking yeah. for one hitter to step on the mound, throw your one guy, and move along, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, and- I it, like that's that's where Major League Baseball, I think, like, there, there has to be another way to figure out what the incentive is as far as home team, road team during its home field advantage idea, right? For the World Series. Is that the it winner? Was. It was. It was. Not anymore. Yeah, it oh. is stupid. Was it was it yeah. uh, this time it counts, right? All that other stuff that they're trying to improve. Yeah, yeah, like that that to make it more competitive, but at the same time, like I said, it was you know, Gonzalez Gio Gonzalez was a starter, you know, he's he still got in. You know, um, you know, plenty of guys still got in and, and they threw their one hitter, one inning, whatever it was. And yeah. I remember me and Gio were throwing partners and he was kind of bummed for me. He's like, Man, I wish he would have gotten in there, you know, and uh you know, I, not not to cut you off, Ricky, but but I, I just had remembered when I was um doing some stuff for the union, I remember this got brought up because they were having problems getting guys going to the all-star game, right? Most of the time, everybody wants their four-day breaks, especially guys that have been um, repetitive all-stars, right? I mean, how many all-star games can you really go to? People say that it ends up costing you more money than anything. Like, it's it's a big trip. By the time you fly everybody in, get tickets, you're out to dinner every night, hotel rooms, all of that, you're, you end up losing a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So... I remember the conversation was was how do you make it well it's not going to be competitive because guys don't want to play if there's no incentive for it but it's like just pay the guys my god did you guys see course field last night mm-hmm. people weren't even sitting down they were like on t- top of each other there was there's no way there's no way they they gave you a ticket for a seat they probably just gave you a ticket and everybody just crammed into one place hell most of those people couldn't even drink their beers last night without bumping into somebody yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I, I, yeah. You're right. I mean, that's how they made. That's how they made the the uh, the home run derby more popular. You know, I mean, they they're like, hey, we'll pay you guys. You know, yeah. if you participate. So, and guys are like, I'll jump in on it. You know, okay. and, and yeah. like it makes sense for a guy like Pit Alonso. He's made two million dollars, and I must. He may. He's maybe one day gonna sign a big contract, but you never know. And so he's like, shoot, if I can go and win them and and get a million bucks for one day. I'm in. And when people know yeah. who Pete Alonso is because outside of New York, because I didn't even, you know, I don't watch much baseball, so I didn't know who he played for. I just know he's a Spaniard from Florida. No, I told you, honestly, I don't watch much baseball anymore because I, I, I don't yeah. work it, so I really don't pay much attention. And why do I care about a team in New York? Like, I know what the Dodgers are doing. Like, oh, I know you're right. Yeah, yeah like, you know all the Dodgers players. Yeah, you went the West Coast. That was the, that was the only that that was the only yeah. thing. I, I was a little bit down. Like when the game ended, I was like, man, like just one hitter, one pitch, whatever. You know, if I gave up a home run, if I gave up a hit, if I gave up a, you know, or if I struck somebody out, like whatever. Just I just wanted to get out there. Yeah. And and again, I mean, I mean, I have the memories and everything. And 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 and, and right now I'm thinking about. Uh, I remember for picture when you take the pictures uh, before the game, um, each team takes a picture. I remember the, the, a moment I'll never forget. Uh, Roy Halladay was actually the starting pitcher for the National League, and after we were done taking pictures, um, they took their picture, uh, and I remember him. 
uh, running towards me and he came and gave me a big hug and we embraced and he was like, man, I'm so proud of you and everything you've accomplished. Keep it up. Um, I'm That's happy that, uh, that, that everything's going your way and, and, and keep it up and keep working hard. And I was like, whoa, like, I mean, obviously we were teammates, so we knew each other, but I thought that was a really, really cool. It's almost like I, I, I had made him so proud, you know, about what I was accomplishing at the time. Yeah. So him and even Tulo, Tulo, I remember him. I, I think we touched on it a little bit in the podcast where he was, uh, he was on the national league. He was one of the biggest stars at the time in Colorado. And I remember him coming up to me. Uh, at breakfast, you you have a big breakfast. The the All Star Game hosts a big breakfast for everyone. Your families are welcome, and everyone's in there. And I remember he came up to me and he gave me a big hug, and he's like, "I know you've taken a uh, a beating up there, you know, but I'm so pumped and so happy that you're that you're here representing Toronto Blue Jays because I know." Uh, <laughs> Wait, we got the harmonica uh, going. Yeah, uh, Diego's playing it right now, man. We got Blues uh, Traveler over there. <laughs> but yeah, so that. Like, moments like that you know with your friends that you share uh that all that like all that stuff is pretty cool so um you know we, we you saw the tweet the other day um with jerry weaver about yeah. what he said and it came out of nowhere man and and and, that, and stuff like that 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 you you know that you uh as a teammate as a friend you've made uh, an impact and 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 the hard work has paid off and that's why now we sit back and we talk about Old, old shit that happened back in the day. Yeah. We've had these conversations, you and I, on the podcast before Tully joined us. And we were talking about Oscar, but I, I wanted, wanted to hash on it today because of how passionate you still are about all these years later because it's something that's really cool. Graham, how's the podcast going so far? It's going amazing. I mean, these stories are so, so now cool. That us, gave, now that you give us the pictures, give us the position players. Who were the position players on that? On the ALT. Got you, got you. Starting lineup coming right now. Curtis Granderson, Esdrubal Cabrera, Adrian Gonzalez, Jose Bautista, Josh Hamilton, Adrian Beltre, David Ortiz, Robinson Cano, and Alex Avila. Oh. And who were the rest? Who were the reserves? All right, we got Miguel Cabrera, Paul Canerco, Howie Kendrick, Alex Rodriguez, Evan Euclid, Russell Martin, Matt Waiters, Jacoby Ellsbury, Michael Young, Matt Joyce, Cutier, Carlos Quentin, Derek Jeter, Johnny Peralta, and that's that's all the position players. So all Dude, those I, all those guys have your they signed that plaque behind you then. Yeah. Damn. I forgot about Michael. My, I, yeah, Mikey was there. That's right. He's one of the greatest human beings ever, as you know, Josh. Hey, hey, sh- 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 hey, hey. Michael Young. Michael Young gets. Like he gets the he gets the credit, and like he everybody knows who he, is, who he is. But I feel like that guy never, never got enough love for what kind of player he was. Yeah. Michael Young, yeah. I agree too. I agree. But Michael Young he, here from uh, SoCal, Bishop Amat, yeah. uh, half Mexican. Yeah. His family, a uh, bunch of uncles were boxers. Again, again uh, CC Mariano, A Rod, and Jeter. Didn't, they didn't go to the All-Star game that year. But they got the bonus. They still got and that All-Star bonus. It was – Josh, you know what? This is the other the, – the other uh, the thing. Um, I was I had I was signed through Nike and uh, – or I had a Nike deal. And uh, I remember I showed up to my locker and they gave me uh, Mariano Rivera's bag. None of the stuff oh, fit me. Come on. I like go up and I'm like, come on, bro. Come on. 
they're like, hold on, panic move. Take this guy's bag. He doesn't need it anymore. <laughs> I, saw the name tag. I saw the the they gave you like a little luggage bag and then the name tag was it said number forty two Mariano Rivera. I was like, Do you still have it? Nah, I don't even know where it is. You sold it. You sold it. Had a nice little PlayStation in it. Um, yeah, I mean, I was see, like, it, it didn't even have my shoe size. And see, totally, like, <clears throat> totally, this is why you and I are awesome together because you and I totally are thinking the same way. Mariano's bag, I'm taking that. I'm keeping that. That is now my Ricky's like, hey man, where's my stuff? You know, like you and I would be like, forget that. I am now Mariano yeah. Rivera. It's funny. I was going through a lot of my stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm rifling through it. I'm like, why do I keep this? Why do I keep this? Why do I have a signed bat from myself on my wall? Helping <laughs> out firewood. There's a couple other guys that are coming off the wall, too. I got, I, got, I need to make some room for some other heavy hitters. Oh, man. Yeah. No, like I said, but at the end of the day, it, it was one of the coolest yeah. moments ever. Again, when when you mentioned those when Graham mentions those names, like you were in a in the clubhouse, you were in that presence of yeah. future Hall of Famers of greatness, man. And and it, and to be there for two days and get to know these guys and and and, and see them just work a little bit and and see their their the way they go about their business, dude. It doesn't get any better than that. And um, you like I said, you just never know if it's gonna happen again. So that's why you you, you embrace it and you and you. And you, I, I, looking back, I wish I would have enjoyed it a little bit more. Yeah. But I was so, like, tight, so like nervous, and and I wish I would have. There, there would have been more. Like I just didn't know what to expect, yeah. what to do. So I was like, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't want to do some something that's wrong. I, you know, something that people are gonna say like, oh, he didn't, he didn't act right. Like I wanted to be as as good as possible and and, and do my thing. And yeah. totally, you gonna watch tonight with the boys? Am I going to watch tonight with the boys? Uh, maybe. If if we our Little League game gets rained out, I probably will. All right. Rick, you going to watch? That's the, thing, That's the thing. Like I feel like you watch the first few innings, and then it kind of gets boring. You know, it, it, won't, boring. it won't get boring. It won't get boring because you need to have some one-on-one cider with you. If you got some one-on-one cider, you're not going to get bored because the Cactus Rosé is going to be there for you. Totally. You need to get some one-on-one cider. All right. So, like, this is, like, yeah. legit good. Zero sugar. It's a probiotic. It's a good drinking thing during an All-Star game. So if you get a little bored, you have this. Next thing you know, you're like, wait a minute, little woo. That seventh inning with the guy that you don't know from Milwaukee's pitching, he looks good. What's the percentage? What's the percentage on it? Oh, totally. Let me help you out, my man. This can right here, 101 cider. Uh, no sulfite, non-GMO, non-filtered, kettle-friendly, 100% pressed juice. It's vegan. 6.9% alcohol beverage. 101 Ooh. cider. Follow them on social media. Uh, we got a little scrumpy here. Boom, boom, boom. Did I get a box delivered? Did I get a box delivered? Yeah, I got a box delivered from 101 Cider. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, you want the note? Yeah, there's a note. Oh, is there a note? I'm just busy about the stickers, man. Look, I got stickers from 101 Cider. It showed up. Oh, but yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Hold on. The note is the coolest part. Let me get here. Uh, Grand yeah, Mesker. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> so I show up. I, I've been busy. You know, I've been busy golfing, right? Yeah, Not working. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I wish I was as busy as you were. 
hey, you don't want the pay cut, bro. Uh, so, <laughs> so I show up. My niece got married this weekend. Had a fantastic time. I was in charge. I was the padrino of the kegs, like you know, the godfather of the beer. So I, I showed up, and uh, I, I this morning I look at the. There's a box here. I'm like, what is this? From my good friend Ricky and Cara. There it is. 101 Cider shows up. Oh, look at that. It's our yeah. pleasure to share this with you. Ah, so 101 hey, Cider. We'll receive it soon, Josh. I, I know Carl sent one to Catherine. So, yeah. all right. Um, so if you so guys want you? if you guys want uh, a healthy, better op- alternative, promo code Romero. Uh, so 101 Cider, uh, go and follow them and use the promo code Romero. I know our boy Jess Ray is already going to buy some. So, Totally, I kid you not, but a year ago, we did a podcast at Ricky's house right when these first came out. I'm just drinking one, drinking one. Next thing I know, I'm like, hey, like, hey. I'm on the, on the floor playing with their kids. Like, ah, Uncle Bethel's here. Woo! I'm like, I just had one. So pretty much what it is, it's whatever the ingredient says, that's all that's in it. That's it. Yeah. It's fermented fruit, fermented juice, whatever. It's just what whatever if, whatever it really? says, It's all, that's all that's on there. They age it in a barrel, and then they 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 turn it into alcohol, and it's it's cider. It's it's a little bit sour. It, you have to you have to like cider. It's not like the cider that you think, like apple cider, where it's like filled with like sugar and shit like yeah. that. It's like cleanest alcohol you can drink. Um, so yeah, yeah. there are be invested in yeah. the company. Well, well I good. think I can handle that. Oh, I don't think so. Totally, I think you're gonna be I on your ass. <laughs> No, no, no. You got to find the one that you like. You got to find the one that you like. Well, you know, different. I'm a little. This is rosé because I'm a little. I like a little fruitier. What's what uh, ingredients on it? Apple, cactus, pears, basil, hibiscus, and lemon peel. That's it. And I am gonna. That's be, all that's in it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And you're, and Not only sure. is it that, it's healthy for you. It's probiotics. There's no hangover or anything from it. Yeah, you just get no hangover. You you just no get hangover. no no hangover, but All you right, you get. Six of them. I'll drink six of them when I get the package. No, you won't. No, you won't. You'll drink two, <laughs> two totally. Two totally. And totally. It's that one professionalism. Six percent alcohol. Uh, that was six point nine. The other one is six point nine. Uh, Sanabi would say nice. Uh. They're all 6.9. This one, apples, green tea, and guava. So our lawyer, Curtis Gold, will hook you up. Um, so there it is. So 101 Cider, go and check them out. I got the sticker on my little thing here. Boom, boom, boom. It's a perfect beach one, a lake one. Uh, and I know that hey. because my sister, Gloria, I gave it to her. And she's like, not much of a drinker. She's like, these are amazing. Oh, my God. So it's oh, perfect. Really? <laughs> Yo, I dude, I got my sister loaded on these, right? <laughs> Let's, um, yeah, I like that idea. I could, This is your company, Rick? Yeah, we invested. We we we're partners with them. Yeah, Car and I. Okay, let's. Uh, yeah, let's get this on the East Coast, cousin. I got the right people. There it is. They they are they, they're on the East Coast. Car, are they on the East Coast? They are now. <laughs> if they're not, all over, they are. Yeah, all over. Whole Foods and everywhere. All right, grab Metzger. Really? Grab Metzger. Right. You're the you you go to Oregon. This is the kind of stuff that they have up there, right? Cider no. and all. Drinking Milwaukee's beast up there still. He's <laughs> still in life. Hey, hey, I'm 20 years old. We're on the air. I'm not going to say nothing right now. (laughs) Wait, you're 20? Dude, I thought you were 15, Oh, my God. When did you turn 20? uh, uh, Our our lawyer, Curtis Gold, checks in. And this is a funny one uh, from yesterday after the All-Star game. Uh, I don't follow your brother, Gabriel, uh, because I don't want to know what's going on in his life. But did he do something on his Instagram where he made it look like he was an All-Star? 
Yeah, I, I said, I, I told him, I was like, hey, uh, congrats, dude. Because he, <laughs> here, let me pull it up. He What's wrote, up? Curtis, go check it in right now. He wrote, uh, that one time at Ricky Rowe made the all-star team and I got to watch the home run derby on the field in Arizona. And then he posted the jersey. So, <laughs> so, a, so a said, you mean the time you made the all-star team? And he replied, He's like, you ever try playing catch with Ricky? Nothing straight. And he's throwing 80 from 50 feet away, thinking he's taking it light. So, yes. <laughs> wow. So, then I wrote, congrats, Gabe. And, he, and A wrote, can you believe Ron Washington didn't play Gabe? Didn't, didn't play Gabe? <laughs> Everybody claims you. Everybody claims you. No, oh. but it was cool. Like I said, it was a cool experience that they got to experience yeah. all that stuff. I'm but glad it, your brother let you borrow his jersey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tony, what you got going on? We missed you, man. Like, What's been going on the yeah, last couple I, weeks with you? Nothing. I told you landscaping. I got a hitting lesson here in about eight minutes. And then um, <laughs> then I'll go back to landscaping. And then we got the Little League games. And then um, if that 101 Ciders in, I'll probably crack one of those babies open at about five tonight. Oh, no. 101 Ciders perfect for hitting lessons. Cara, Cara doesn't oh. drink very much. But she, like, every time she takes a sip out of that, Dude, she like it, yeah. But she's always buzz after like half a can. That's okay. <laughs> totally, this will be perfect for your wife, Catherine. Catherine, right? Is that her name? Yeah. Uh, and her uh, Pilates studio, perfect for that group right there. And I'm not, I'm not saying it because Ricky told me to say this. I just got the box, and I, I, I legit drank them in Ricky's house and be like, "Ooh, I can't, I yeah. drink tequila at Ricky's house. I've thrown up at Ricky's house, but not from the 101 cider." Did yeah. you get some of these too? I got two boxes. Yeah. So the, the yeah, so this one's that's all that's in it. it this one's hard pressed juice, and it's still it's obviously alcohol, tart cherry, mango, gerba mate, sea salt, and lion's mane, and that's all that's in it. This one's four point nine percent. I got the Graham. I might Ricky. There's a box at my house. There's a box at my house that is, that it might be inside the box. You know, understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. That was oh I haven't had that one. They he said the the guy texted us yesterday. He said that three day weekend one is legit. It's a uh, apple, strawberries, and hibiscus. You know what we need? I'm gonna I'm gonna save these. Our lawyer, hey, uh, uh, totally. Our lawyer Curtis. He lives in the Hollywood Hills, right? And he has this big fancy infinity pool that goes down. And he's always yeah. told us we're invited anytime we want to go. So we're oh, gonna go yeah. to his house. So we're gonna do a podcast from his house. Not really do a podcast. We're yeah. just gonna go on the pool and take over. So we're taking. Well, why, don't I go, why don't I come out there before we set this up? Oh, we, we can do it anytime we want, Tully. Yeah, let's go. Well, Ricky, Ricky's got a palace. I'm sure there's a bedroom in there for me somewhere. Yeah, huh? there is. Yeah, there is. We'll, we'll make room for you. Yeah, I'll we, like. We got all I'll, kinds of stuff. We're ready yeah. to go, Tully. We are ready to go, baby. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> this is the tequila and, uh, I took to my niece's wedding. <laughs> you know what? The, the even better is their tap house. Obviously, it closed down due to COVID, but. Dude, their tap house. We went and visited and toured it, where they where they make all this stuff. It is legit. It's like just they they put so much money into it, and you go in there and they the guys a Mark who who's from Toronto, um, funny enough, and he uh yeah man you just try all all of them or he'll like be like serving you and yeah and it, it's it's cool. We're hoping to maybe uh maybe maybe have uh, our our birthdays there this year, Car and I. So yeah. <clears throat> 
Maybe right, and here's the here's official thing from One One Cider. The original adult juice bar, we work with local farms that produce raw juice using only fresh sources of verified ingredients. After, after fermenting for three months, the blends are naturally alcoholic and certified probiotic. So, man, let's get going. All right, so Tolly, I know you got to get going. Are we going to see you next week? Next week, Tuesday. All right, so next week we will have a guest for you guys. Coley, you're in charge of getting us a guest. Boom, we said it right now on the show. I got one for us. I already oh. told you that. Oh, there it is. Oh. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I got one for you guys. Oh, I talked to Beto about it briefly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get him. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll reconnect. He, yeah. he wants to do a bad, quick, quick story. Kids just got done playing minor league baseball, stepped away from the game, was tired how he was getting treated in minor league baseball, started this e-commerce business, and it is exploding in his face. And he wants to talk about his journey through the minor leagues, kind of how the industry's changed through COVID and just talk, talk about, I, I mean, really all the stuff that we talked about, but like, let him, he, he'll describe it. I mean, he, he yeah. just got out of it this year. He stepped aside. He was going to a team and freaking whipped his car around and said, hell with this, I'm going home. I'm tired of how I'm getting treated. So with that being said, I think that would be a good guess. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get him next week. We'll keep yeah. on going. We'll get, start doing it and keep on churning for you. All right, so for everybody involved, Tolly's got to go do a hitting lesson. So, Tolly, if you got to hang up, be free, get going, bro. We'll talk to you next here. week. Good job. See you, boys. All right. Totally. Ricky, uh, let me tell you something about the Tolly guy right now. All right. Now that Tolly's gone, he's fired up. He's fired up. He gets all going on. He's like, are we doing the show? Yeah, we're doing it right now. Grant Metzger, you got that big smile. How was today's show? It was honestly awesome. It was really, really cool. I mean, just hearing you, like, Ricky, just say, like, these crazy names I grew up watching up, like, Doc Halliday, just, like, just said what's up to him, Josh Hamilton, like, amazing. So amazing. Yeah, no, it was, it was cool. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. Josh is off air, but I'm I'm trying to remember who was the who was the National League team. Just oh, there it is. Off, Give it to us. Give it to us, Graham. Got it. Got it. All right. So starters: Ricky Weeks, Carlos Beltran, Matt Kemp, Prince Fielder, Brian McCann, Lance Berkman, Matt Holiday, Troy Tulowitzki, Scott Rollin, and Holiday was the starter. Um, we got Gabby Sanchez, Joey Votto, Brandon Phillips, Chipper Jones, Placido Polanco, Pablo Sandoval, Yadier Molina, Miguel Montero, Andrew McCutcheon, Shane Victorino, Flying Hawaiian, Ryan Braun, Jay Bruce, Hunter Pence, Justin Upton, Andre Ethier, Starling Castro, Jose Reyes, Keith Bell, Matt Kane, Tyler Clippard, Kevin Correa, Cole Hamels, Joel Hanrahan, Jared Jurgens, Clayton Kershaw, Craig Kimbrell, Cliff Lee, Tim Lincecum, Johnny Venters, Ryan Vogelsong, and Brian Wilson. Damn. Those are all the guys that were named All-Stars. Yeah, that's awesome. That's crazy because, yeah, like, I, it's such a blur. Like, I'm like, holy smokes. Like, yeah, like, Kersh was there, and Joey Bottle was there, and, you know, Matt Holiday. Like, just all these names that you're just like, such a blur, man. Yeah. And Matt Kemp at the time was big time. Ball, you know, balling. Obviously, got robbed of a MVP. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, it was it was it was dope. There it is. There it is. That was cool. So the All Star Game is tonight. Uh, Ricky, uh, are you gonna hang the jersey up? Are you gonna frame it? What are you gonna do with that jersey? Nah, this one. Honestly, I I hung my BP one. This one obviously has the two little stars on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know what I'm gonna do with this one. Maybe Sebastian will take ownership one day, or Diego, whichever one, you know. Well, uh, I have a friend. He used to like baseball down in uh, Orange County, and I, maybe he'll like it. <laughs> no, no, he can't have this one. I have a TJ one for him. There yeah. it is. All right, Ricky. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, another good episode. Uh, missed you, and Vlad. Uh, we are back on the podcast train. We'll be back next week. Another edition of the Let's Go Ricky Podcast with Josh Tolley. Also, one hundred and one cider is where you want to go and check it out. Post it. Uh, oh, post oh, it. Who else did I have to promote? Um, you got to post it. Yeah, you got to post it. Uh, I'll put that on there. I'll send it to Graham. He can take care of us. Nice little flyer. Uh, what else did I have to promote? Did I have something coming up? Now, Westside. Oh, now is our hat. Uh, Westside for Ricky. I had something else that I want to talk about. I don't know. I, uh, anyways, whatever. There was something I want to talk about. This is why you write down notes. Don't be like me, Graham. Write down your notes. So thanks for everybody for listening. Go to the Instagram at Let's Go Ricky Roll. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Yeah.